With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Cordell. You're listening to Steeler Nation. Hello, Steeler Nation, and welcome to your Steeler Nation vidcast, part of the Big Play Vidcast Network and sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I'm your host, G Stryker, and we got rid of the wrong Canadian. But first, if you want to get rid of some money, use mybookie.ag. Sign up at mybookie.ag with a new account. Use promo code STEELERNATION, all one word, all caps, and you can double your deposit. So go on out there. I hear the line is looking good for the Steelers this week. I think they're, the, the buy is a minus three against the Steelers. So go out there and make some money betting the buy line. <laughs> At least it's the only week we can't lose. <laughs> but utilize mybookie.ag. Make some good bets. And hopefully you win yourself some money. Guys, this has been the most active trade line trade deadline in NFL history that I've ever, ever seen. And Steelers were very active at this trade deadline. Um, Obviously, we went out and made that move, uh, which I thought, like, the one thing I got to talk about for the trade deadline, I want the trade deadline to be later in the season. Now that it's like week seven, week eight, we get more movement. That's the reason why these things are more active now. But you put this at week 10, you'd see even more movement with teams trying to get ready for that final stretch, second half of the season, separating yourself from the rest of your division to win your division and get into the playoffs. I mean, up until a few years ago, I mean, hell, the trade deadline used to be like week four. There's a reason why we never moved players before the trade deadline because it was too early in the season. But now getting here with half and half seasons, you're going to see a lot more movement. Hopefully they can move it down the line because that would help out the NFLPA and help out players in general going to organizations where they got a chance of winning. It's a win-win for everybody. Hoping to see that going down. But Steelers did something out of the ordinary. They got rid of a very, very talented receiver who's got the metrics of Megatron, just does not have the production. Um, some of the reason from that for that production, moving him inside to the slot. He was way more productive outside, putting him in the slot, means he's not getting the numbers. But Chicago said we want a second-round draft pick for him. Hey, when that's a pick that might be in the top 40 of this draft... That's a pick you may make. I mean, it doesn't mean like immediately he might go over and start doing well in Chicago because he's playing on the outside again as opposed to playing in the slot. That's not a negative for us. At least gives him a chance to compete at the outside slot again and being a number one receiver again. You don't become a number one receiver playing the slot. That's why Juju's numbers went down. Hated that move. Absolutely hated that move, but... We'll have to see how it works out for him. I have nothing but which nothing but the best for Claypool. I hope he does well. I just want Chicago to be terrible. Now it's time to go to your question, Steeler Nation. Instagram Luke saying we're going to miss Claypool 100%. Second rounder is awesome, but we lost some fire in our squad. Exactly. exactly. And that's all the stuff that we were talking about Claypool for this year too, guys, was we were expecting Claypool or we wanted Claypool to take that next step. We needed him to be out there, be a bit a bit more competitive, combative on these catches. And what did he do? He turned around and started becoming our best offensive weapon. Down the middle of the field, getting tough yardage, extending for first downs. Um, uh, Austin can't be activated. You asked about that. He's lost for the season. Uh, he was put on IR. He's put on the 21-day window to return since he didn't return in that 21 days. He's out for the season, actually just got surgery yesterday on his leg. He's lost for the season. So we'll have to talk about Austin next 
next year. That was the, the topic of my podcast. Go go check out our podcast, SteelerNation.com, from last week. Us drafting these short, speedy wide receivers, how they never pan out. Austin might be the next one. Didn't play it down his rookie year. Keep an eye on that. Um, going back to you guys. Claude Bishop, what's up, Straker? What's up, Claude? Welcome back to the show. Easy week this week. Yeah, hopefully we don't lose. Hopefully we don't lose. Yeah, no cap. That does suck. Um, what position would you like to see us draft in rounds one and two? Round one, if we're in the top ten, only two spots you can get in the top ten that we haven't been able to draft at all in these past, like, 30 years because we're not drafting in the top ten. Left tackle, shut down corner. I know picking up WJ3 helps out a bit. We'll be talking about that a bit, too. Love seeing that as well. That was a big, big, big pit up. Traded the wrong person, just saying. Yep, you're right, Michael Hall. I agree with that. Oh, good. Everybody's saying hi. Robertson Burrow, what's up, my man? Good to hear from you, too, man. Activate what? What will be active, guys? That is one aspect we don't have to worry about. Um, he's ready to hit the ground running. He was nearly ready to be activated. Um, the coaches erred on the side of caution as well as the docs. Fine with me. Let him sit another three weeks. Get ready to go. What's up, Joe Mother? <laughs> I love that name, man. Uh, Steelers suck balls. Sorry, Mike Mills. It's a tough year, but there's still room to be improvement. How do you improve the room? Bring on TJ Watt. Steelers draft the top corner. That never happened. Well, it doesn't happen because we don't draft in the top ten. In the last two chances, we've had a chance of drafting a money corner in the draft 2018 when they jumped ahead of us, since he jumped ahead of us to get WJ3. Now WJ3 is finally on our roster. I know, like, uh, Cooley Man Robert from uh, Steeler Nation was all over that in that draft, really wanted WJ3. A lot of us did. We ended up getting freaking um, Artie Burns instead. That was the booby prize, and that was a big booby. <laughs> The other one, 2007, we were ready to draft Revis. Jets jumped ahead of us. We took Timmons. Timmons still a good player, but man, absolutely. That. Yeah, yeah, Cap, I was too. Um, next question, Michael Hall, it's a slap in the face chance. Now I'm just going to watch his highlights from Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, we got somebody asked, why did we trade him? We traded him because we got value for him. Sugar Dad, there you go. <laughs> I got a little bit of money. <laughs> they pay me a little bit to do this show. I can take you to a game. <laughs> Panthers screwed us for rate for Revis. That was the Jets that jumped ahead of us for Revis. Um, oh yeah, because the Panthers gave up their pick. I think I think you're right about that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Good call. Um, but for why do we get rid of Chase? We got rid of Chase because he gave us the best option. I mean, we weren't going to get a high second out of anybody on our roster that we were willing to get rid of. And he's been on the trade block. It seems like uh, Green Bay wanted a second for him, too. Green Bay's been talking about for a couple weeks. Green Bay wants him. Green Bay wants him. Yes, turns out Green Bay did want him. Turns out we wanted Chicago's second rounder instead of Green Bay's second rounder because Green Bay's second rounder should be a bit lower in the draft than Chicago. Um, <laughs> I think about Timmons puking on the field during the Miami game. That happens to the best of athletes. Those guys just don't want to come off the field, but he made a lot of big plays for us too, and especially since he got seasoned down there. When are they going to file Fire Canada? That's it, John. That was the Canada I was hoping would get moved during this time, was getting rid of Matt Canada instead of trading our Canadian. That sucked. Absolutely sucked. I was disappointed about it in every single way, shape, or form. Um... But we're getting a high, too. I mean, I'm st I still don't mind. Like, Claypool can go out and ball. Claypool can do well. I'm rooting for Claypool to do well. I'm rooting for Chicago to lose because I want that higher draft pick. But I'd rather get rid of Matt Canada than getting rid of the Canadian. Absolutely. That was my call. I called it as soon as it happened. That was my tweets that went out. If you guys follow me there, at SN Striker, I was all over it. I can't stand Canada anymore. I can't stand these damn five-yard outs, uh, putting our, our receivers in a situation where they can't even get yards after catches because they're running at the sideline. It sucks. And they're, they're athletic people. Deontay Johnson was in the top 20, uh, 25 for uh, catches over 20 yards last year. This year, top, he's 
he's outside of the top 100. He got two catches for 20 yards, over 20 yards. That's a problem. That's a problem with the offensive coordinator. It's not a problem with the with the quarterbacks that we have. They can deliver the football down the field. Um, yeah, we should have kept Haley too. I talked about that last. Haley was the best offensive coordinator we've had statistically in Pittsburgh Steeler history. And I mentioned that when we got rid of him. Hell, I mentioned about getting rid of Arians. Being like, Arians gets us the Super Bowls. We haven't been to a Super Bowl since we got rid of Arians. Absolutely. Um, yeah, a lot of people are saying you should have kept Claypool too. I understand that. I like Pickens better, but Pickens and Claypool played two different positions. We did used to have Claypool at the Z position, the outside receiver position on the right-hand side, um, which is the guy that's supposed to stretch the field. So far, he's not stretching the field for us either. We're running too many back shoulder throws with that guy. Um, but we do have... Um, Pickens, who can still get down the field, and he's really fast as hell. Um, yeah, but he helped make the killer bees too, Cap, uh, because because that that kind of offensive output, if running those right types of plays with Haley, gets those guys in space, and they're making plays with their legs. Um, but yeah, but but I mean, that's what we needed. So Claypool moved from that Z position inside, so we're not going to going to get as much uh, production inside. Same thing happened to Juju Smith Schuster. As soon as he moved inside to the big slot, he was not getting the offensive production that he used to get when he was playing outside at the Z. And that's what Claypool's going to get in Chicago. He's going to be playing on the outside in Chicago. It's going to really help him out. And, guys, you're going to be upset when you see it. It's like, oh, he, Claypool just put up 100 yards. Claypool didn't have a chance to put up 100 yards in this offense for two reasons. One, because he didn't play outside anymore. Two, because Matt Canada is his damn offensive coordinator. That's it. <laughs> I mean, more power to him. I, I wish nothing but the best for Claypool, other than his team loses out the rest of the season. So we get a monster pick. <laughs> I went two picks in the top 40. <laughs> I went three picks in the top. Well, it depends on, yeah, depends on where we end up. We, we're still, we might be in the top 40 as well. Getting two, two picks maybe in the top 35. Uh, depending on how well this season ends up if we don't write this ship. But I think, honestly, guys, adding TJ Watt back to this team, adding KZ back to this team, and going out and getting William Jackson the third that was a big, big pickup. And what do we get him for? Absolutely nothing. This is, this is one of the single best value trades I have ever seen in my life. Because we went out and we traded William Jackson for an exchange of conditional. If the right conditions are met, we're going to swap a sixth rounder for a seventh rounder. Not next year's draft. Not in the 2024 draft. But three drafts from now. 2025 might be swapping our bottom picks conditionally. I don't know what the conditions are. But that is a coup. That is value. We swapped bottom picks in a draft three years from now. And that equates because they because pick value drops around each round that you go each year that you progress. So that sixth rounder, seventh, eighth, ninth is technically a ninth round pick. It's nothing. It's a it's so far ahead of time. We don't even need to worry about it. But still, it's just that we didn't lose a draft pick. We traded draft picks, and we got a player on our roster. And a guy that we might be able to still keep around after this year, he's very high on Tomlin. Tomlin was actively recruiting him that year. We were trying to bring him in. Unfortunately, we ended up with already Burns. Would have been a different scenario had we gotten WJ3. Absolutely different scenario. And that would have been awesome. Um, I, I, I hope so. Uh, Sam, I think that this is too good of a pickup grabbing uh, WJ3 that we've got to make him an offer next year. And worst case scenario, we have the rights to put him on uh, on franchise. We can tag him. But I think he will be honest and open to listen to whatever deal we have if he is successful in this system. Because that's what we try to do. We try to make our players better. It sucks that Witherspoon hasn't panned out and has been a little banged up. It sucks that Wallace has been banged up. Sutton's been playing well. We need somebody else to play well. And now it's William Jackson the third's the time. 
Um, what's the deal with Harris? Is he okay? Uh, Harris is, is banged up. He's playing with that bad foot. And I honestly, honestly expect Najee Harris to be a different running back after the bye than he was before the bye. Never got a chance really to heal. Only took that iron plate out of his, or steel plate out of his shoe two weeks ago. Was just starting to look a little bit better. Now, with three weeks of rest, he'll be coming down, or two weeks of rest, he'll be hitting the ground running. I fully expect him to be at the top of his game when he returns from the bye week here against New Orleans. And I expect him to have a good game against them as well. Um, I know you like Pickens better. I hear that. A lot of people do, and that's Steelers do too. That's why we traded him. That's why we traded him. Hello from my new Mississippi coast. Hello, Brian Davis. Welcome to the show with the M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I's. Uh, Michael Scott Joyner, what's up, Striker? Reports coming out that Claypool was a locker room issue. I hate to see him go, but at least we got a second rounder for him. Now, I don't know if he's a locker room issue or not, guys, really. Like, that kind of stuff comes out after the fact. I didn't hear any blow-ups in the locker room with any of the players that I speak with. Um, with any of the players that speak with the rest of the people on our team, we've never heard a, a single word of it. But certain aspect of it that the argument uh, for that was the Steelers have been trying to move him for two weeks, and that seems to have been the case. They usually don't try to move people that early unless they have an issue with them. I don't know exactly what the issue is because the Steelers are a hell of an organization. They will keep all of that information in-house. And I expect Claypool also to be very respectful about the Steelers organization, except for I can't wait for him to rip on Canada. Honestly, I want him to just absolutely rip on Matt Canada. I'd love to hear that. Mm. Staying hydrated today, guys. Drinking a pickleback. What are you guys drinking? Let me know. Pickens is going to God mode now. I hope so, Jay. Um, I mean, really, moving Claypool doesn't increase his amount of targets because they play different positions. Um, he's got to get open. He's got to do a better job of running routes. He's got to not let the opposing player get in his head, and that's my problem with Pickens so far, is he's allowing smaller, less talented players to get inside of his head as opposed to him just being able to use his monster athleticism and rip open and get make space. That's what he needs to start doing now. Robert, agree that Claypool often appeared to be the only Steeler ready who cared during games other than Cam and TJ. Reminds me of Jack Splat Lambert in the early 80s. Looked like the only Steeler trying. He looked like the only Steeler trying on offense. Honestly. Honestly. Matt, can I go live with you? <laughs> Yeah, we got a full house here, Matt. I got a, I got a daughter, a wife, and I got a, a couple animals. I got a dog and a cat. I see Sims getting more play time. Yay! Yeah, we'll have to see Steeler Mama. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm not sure to tell you the truth whether or not it's actually going to equate to Sims being the one in the slot. Because technically, technically, the backup slot player currently on our roster, Gunnar Oshevsky. Gunner, I'm not having it. I'd love to see Boykin time. Absolutely, I'm all over that, Sprouts. Love to see Boykin out there, too. I, I absolutely love Biles Boykin. I think he has the ability to play big slot on this, this team. I think he's actually going to be increasing his playing time more than anyone else. Um, just find ways to get Boykin on the field and use him. Um, Violent offense needs to put points on the board. Offense put defense in bad positions. Yeah. Because this team was made, all we had to do was score 20 points to win. Yes, we still have Boykins. He's leading us in uh, special teams tackles too, guys. He's killing it. Absolutely killing it on special teams. Um, but we've got to get we, – our defense is made to, to keep teams under 20 points. All offense has to do is score 20, and we win games. Problem is, we can't score 13. We're averaging on offense minus Fitzpatrick's return touchdown points. 14 points a game. 14 points a game. That's what we're averaging. With that touchdown, it's 15 points a game. Thank you for the extra point a game defense. But it's 14 points a game. That is not good enough to win in this league at all. That's the biggest problem. That is my biggest problem with Matt Canada. You're not getting us points. It's on you, buddy. And frankly, you shouldn't be employed. Absolutely shouldn't be employed. 
Michael Hall, who's next in line to take over Mabletron? That's what we, yeah, we just talked about that. Uh, Tom Smith, love to know that. Awesome. Robert, Steelers last um, five or ten years are 80s Steelers all over again. Yes, this is going to be a lot like the 80s. I grew up watching 80s Steelers, guys. Rooting for defense, hoping the offense could make enough plays to win a game. And right now, we're only making two offensive plays a game because we're only scoring on two drives, it seems like. We're lucky to score on three drives, but two of them are going to be – the majority of our scores are going to be field goals. That's just the way it is. And it's horrible to watch. That needs changed. Absolutely needs changed. Sprouts, not ready to give up on Kenny, though fans already clamoring for a quarterback in the first round next draft. Now, it depends on where we're drafting, too, Sprouts. Um, and it comes down to an interesting point. Like, if we end up being the worst team in football, if we end up with the number one pick, Quarterback is going to be the number one slot that everybody wants next year. We've got some great quarterbacks in this draft coming up. Better pedigree than Kenny Pickett. And that's the option. Do Steelers learn from their mistake when they drafted Malone and opted not to draft Marino because they had Malone? If you're in a position to draft a quarterback that is heads and tails above what you already have, do you do it? And if you don't do it, you sure as hell trade back. Because... Teams will give an arm and a leg just to move up two, three spots and grab the quarterback of their dreams. It may work out for everybody in that respect, but it's going to be a really interesting draft if we're drafting in the top five. We really will be. Um, Thin Blue Line will what be back after the bye week? Yes, bank on it. He was almost ready to come back last game. Um, we're going to go get Addison. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. I'm not into who we're going to be drafting yet, but we'll have to see. Um, Vion, Kenny will be a problem in the future. He makes great plays. He just has to adjust in big game situations. He'll get better. When are we getting rid of Canada? Fresh Douglas. Should have been last week. <laughs> Should have been yesterday. <laughs> you mean both. He is trash. Yep, John, I got you. Um, won't watch till he's gone. I always watch, uh, Tom. That's just not the way to be because – you learn how to watch defense, root for defense, and bringing back the best player in football in T.J. Watt. The guy is worth the price of admission, and he's going to make our entire team better, including our offense, because he's going to make such big plays on defense, get turnovers. Our offense is going to come out on the field jazzed after those drives. That's going to be the biggest shot in the arm for this team to be able to win games is getting T.J. Watt back on and definitely worth watching. Claypool trade is a bunch of bull poop. <laughs> I got you, Tom. Robert, last year as I commented, the Steelers players were being coddled by Mike T. And everyone said, no way in comments yet. Now Ben says the same. Eh, well, what else is Ben going to say? He's got to talk. Corey Frank, okay, I'm getting annoyed with all of the picket haters for crying out. He's a rookie. Things would be no better playing Mitch or Mason. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they were only able to throw checkdowns in the running backs when we got them. Uh, up with two at quarterback and probably be an average six points a game, probably fewer points than the Pirates and Penguins. Um, tell you the truth, the only person that's looked good in this offense is Rudolph. Over time, you want to look at numbers? Rudolph could at least get us to 25 points a game. Uh, Rudolph could throw down the field and probably is the best deep ball thrower on this team that we're on right now. And I'll stand by it. He was a deep ball quarterback in college. When he came back into games when Ben was out, we were throwing down the middle of the field and he was making plays. So I don't know if Rudolph could do better than either of them. He did. He won. He didn't lose games when he was the starter. He was 4-2 and two and a tie with Detroit. 4-2-1. and one. Guy's a winner. What's Kenny Pickett? What's Trubisky? Losing records. Hell, Duck had a winning record. Duck did better in this offense. What's Feekner? <laughs> he had a winning record. <laughs> Not as good as Rudolph's, but he had a winning record. Sean McGowan. I Sean, welcome to the show, one of our Steeler Nation writers. I heard they will fire him tomorrow when the building is empty for the bye. Oh, my gosh, I would love that, Sean. I would love that. Hot take. Put out that. That should be your article today. Absolutely love that, Sean. Uh, Tom loved him. Heartbroke. Yeah, I hear you, man. Uh, Robert, I also add that said the players are going to be coached well, and Juju now says he learned more in one month with the Chiefs than he ever thought was taught with the Steelers. <laughs> what else is he going to say? He's with a new team, man. That's not the way everybody talks when they leave the Steelers anyway, but 
Andy Reid is a hell of a coach and one of the all-time great coaches in the NFL, as well as Tomlin, as much as you don't like to believe that. Brian Davis, bring home a uh, uh, gutsy offense coordinator. I was saying no to Canada before the season, Striker. Remember your Maryland speech? I do. I do remember my Maryland speech. I'm not going to pretend that I have a bad memory or be a, a hack announcer. Oh, I never said that. That's not. No, you took it out of context. I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not a, I'm not a, far, a fat guy um, just screaming at, at, Philadelphia, at, at Pittsburgh sports. Sorry. I'm not, uh, but I, that's, you know, he looked good as a college offensive coordinator. The problem is he looks like a high school offensive coordinator in the league. Absolutely looks. These aren't even college plays. We're running waggles. We were talking about running waggles last time on the show. We're, we're, this is absolutely like some of the worst options I've ever seen for us being able to try to run an offense. Absolutely pitiful. Absolutely pitiful. Uh, hopefully I'm not disrespecting you, but your daughter can call offensive plays for the Steelers better than Canada. No disrespect whatsoever. And yes, she probably could because it looks like we're running old school Tecmo Bowl with four plays on the roster. It was 25% of the time. The other team is running everybody into our backfield because they know exactly what they're running, what we're running. looks exactly the same. That's like... The Eagles know exactly where we're running. Oh, there's eight people in our backfield. Ah! Tweet, tweet. Tech Mobile. Good old, old school Tech Mobile. <laughs> Makes us have to run on like third and 29. Uh, Michael Scott Joyner. It's sure how much worse the offense is before uh, we get rid of Canada. I hope we don't have to watch this the rest of the season. Me too. Scott Punswick. Welcome back to the show, Scott. Hello, Striker. Love the Claypool move. It gets Pickens and Fryermuth more opportunity. I can see a stud left tackle or shutdown corner in the draft. Finally, high picks is going to change things. Fingers crossed, Scott. Absolutely fingers crossed. I'm uh, not doing anything live tonight, guys. I'm sorry. I'm running a, a simulcast across like five different platforms. So no chance of taking anything live. But if you got questions, throw them down in the comments section. I'm getting to a lot of them. If you got something to say, too, I'll, I'll get to you. Canada stinks it up. Yeah, we know that, Tom. Tom. Uh, most wanted, welcome to the show. Can't believe Canada's still here. Still uh, still put, holding out hope. Mr. Hammer Z. Hey, Striker, good evening, Steeler Nation. Welcome to the show, Hammer Z. You got any questions, please bring them. Love to hear your takes. Current Steelers are all currently unhappy and unproductive with subpar coaching far beyond just Canada. So please stop using it as a scapegoat when the endemic problem is with the team. Well, you know. Short-term narratives get fit. You can fit your narrative into any box short-term. You cannot fit that narrative into any long-term box, and right now that long-term box is 17 years long with Tomlin. So that's a that's a, it's a, it's a myopic um, perspective right now, Robert. So I can't get on the bandwagon and watch how they play after the bye with T.J. Watt because I think we'll have some different conversations in a couple weeks. Woo! Steelers to the bowl. Oh, I like I, I like that, Matt. Keep the positivity. I think Warren should start. Harris runs like the ball we need back, and that's going to hit the hole and run. Yeah, I do like how Warren's hitting the hole and running. I do like how uh, Warren is doing an excellent job on third down as well. Um, so that's that's an aspect that I, I, I would love to see continue. And he's getting like 30% of the snaps, which is great. Because that's what we wanted anyway with Najee. We didn't want Najee to be running to the ground like all of our other running backs. Absolutely protect Najee Harris and his health with a great backup running back. I'm not ready for Warren to, st to start yet, but I do love getting him in on the field as a change of pace and creating confusion on the other team for not being able to see the short guy coming around guys and actually hitting holes because Najee's going to be starting hitting holes too with this better foot coming up after the break. Uh, Iceberg the Barber, we need to stop getting these mediocre players and start playing, paying for good players that's going to make the team better. We have some good players on this roster. We just need to start get them all playing together. And right now, that's got to be coaching. Absolutely got to be coaching. Warren is our RB1. We'll have to see. I'm not against it. Not against it. Our guy won the, uh, the was in the Pro Bowl last year, so I'm not throwing him out with the bathwater yet. Um, tell Harris to stop dancing and run north-south. Absolutely, Michael Scott Joyner. They were yelling at him on the sideline on that play, too. Absolutely really yelling at the sideline. Uh, trading Claypool makes no sense. It only makes sense... 
from the aspect that we're getting a high second-round draft pick from a low-production player that has all the potential in the world to be a monster. Same thing that happened when we got rid of Martavis Bryant. We got a third-rounder for him. We drafted him in the fourth. We weren't going to get rid of him, but Cleveland's like, we'll give you a third-rounder for him. We're like, sure. We'll trade him in division. He, he amounted to nothing when he left. Hell, we got a third and a fifth for A.B. that everybody's still upset, was, was upset about the time. Like, oh, we, we got a third and a fifth. I work dumb. Tomlin's an idiot. Oh. I heard you, Steeler Nation. What did that end up with? We drafted his replacement in the third round, Deontay Johnson. We got the best blocking back and a, a great productive monster second tight end in, in Gentry. We got two productive players still on this roster while AB is out of the league. That is how you utilize those draft picks. And we'll have to see who we get for Claypool because that's going to be memorable to me. Hammersy, any of you think it's time we move on from Tomlin? I'm in the boat part ways because I think he's washed and should retire. The whole message and philosophy is dated. We need to adapt. Um, I, I think it's interesting, at least when I go on other teams' websites – whether I'm on the um, Santa Boot uh, first podcast that I was on with the Eagles fans last week talking about our team, or whether I'm with the Overdue Bills, the, our friends to the north that, that do the podcast for the uh, for Buffalo Bills fandom, they say that everybody in the league except for Steelers fans respects the hell out of Tomlin, knows he's an incredible coach, and so do all of the players in the league. That's why you have a guy like William Jackson III said he wanted the Steelers over anybody else anyway. Great that we worked out the trade and it all worked out. And that lends me to think he's going to continue to be with us next year. Why? Because of the respect that players have around the league for a guy like Mike Tomlin. Did you see him on the pivot? Did you see four guys gush? One guy already got to play with Mike Tomlin, and that was uh, Clark, who's on the pivot. The other three guys gushed and wished they played for Mike Tomlin. Everybody does. The guy's a phenomenal motivator of men. He gets us to do great things, guys. There's a reason why we usually win, and it's mostly because of that guy. I'm not going to throw him out yet with one bad year, especially when we're drafting high next year, if that's the case. One down year is not going to do it for me. But I know Robert agrees with you. The whole team is poorly coached, not just so play calling. No one ever accused Mike Tomlin of of staying late at the office. He is definitely a coach you never hear about sleeping on a cot in his office. I've never heard anything to the contrary. I've never heard one way or another what he does with his office time or how he chooses to do it. And I think it's smart nowadays with technology that you can take film home with you. Like Chaz used to have a film uh, projector in his own home when Coach Chuck Knoll used to do his work at home. And he was a guy that didn't sleep in the office either. Won four Super Bowls. That's not That doesn't equate to Super Bowls. That equates to just a nutbag that just can't get his mind off of football. I mean, yeah, it's a nice thing to think about as a fan. Does it equate to more wins? I don't know. <laughs> Every coach doesn't do it. Nowadays, when you can take a tablet home that has all the plays on it, all, all of the film that you can never watch, hell, I can watch all 22 film on NFL.com with my account. Doesn't mean I have to sleep in an office on a cot. <laughs> uh, head coaches hold charts and such in their hands. Yeah, but um, Tomlin's not a play caller. Especially now, he's not even a defensive play caller. So, doesn't need to hold a chart. Andy Reid is an offensive play caller. He calls the offensive plays. That's what he does. Uh, Michael Hall, next four games should be easy. We have Cincy Week 10. Could be a problem. Yeah, I haven't seen any of these games being easy, but getting T.J. Watt back, putting fire under this team, I wouldn't be surprised if we won, if we stacked three, four wins in a row. Absolutely would not be surprised. Uh, Robert, you know how Coach Tomlin never has – uh, charts, iPads in his hands ever. Why would he need to? He's supposed to manage the game and talk to players. Uh, guys, it is time to talk about our sponsor. Bringing him up. Because nobody protects balls better than Najee Harris. Unless we're talking about our own balls. Then we got Manscaped.com. So go on over to Manscaped.com. Buy their entire platinum package. You get the lawnmower trimmer, the weird whacker ear nose trimmer, ball deodorant, two-in-one body wash and shampoo and conditioner, boxer briefs with a special package package for the boys to keep them nice and dry, uh, and then a travel bag 
to keep it all together. Get it all from Manscaped for turning your player into an MVP. Nobody protects. Instagram sees sees my cat protecting my 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 MVPs down here, where P is that extra player like OPP. Yeah, you know me. Manscaped. Use promo code Steeler Nation. All one word. All caps. And you get to 20% off, free shipping, manscaped.com, taking care of your boys. Uh, Coming back to your comments, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Now I got to find where I lost off here. Haven't talked to Chow Chow yet. John Burns, mascot mule incoming in a half hour. Yeah, Johnny! (laughs) Having a party, man. That's great to hear. Chow Chow Dad, Chase played with the heart. And fire this year than any other receiver. Hope he does well in Chicago, unless he plays us. Yep. I, I hope he does well in Chicago. I just hope they don't win because we want a better draft pick. Uh, Jay, Nova, Jay Nova. Uh Harris can't find holes with the big lights on. Keeps blaming it on the O-line. His visual prow- prowess is mediocre. I know what he can do when he actually gets to the second level. Guy, and he's been pl- he's been playing hurt this year. Guy doesn't complain. He's not going to make excuses. I'm telling you, he's going to be a better player after the bye. And we'll all be happier for it. I got I got what you're saying, Chow Chow. I got you. Uh, John, why was Washington getting rid of William Jackson III? Salary dump? I cannot tell you a single move that Washington ever makes that makes sense. They are a dysfunctional organization. Finally, the league is, looks like they're going to put on the pressure and get rid of of Dan Snyder, the worst owner ever, ever in the NFL. Guy was an absolute a-hole. Absolutely the worst ever. Used his cheerleaders as escorts, horrible work environment, borderline racist, because I can I live in the area. I've talked to their marketing department, which is always on constant turnover. Never have the same person working there two years in a row in the marketing department when I work with them. Never. Why? Dysfunctional work environment. Absolutely horrible people there. And they do horrible things. And that's why they got to get rid of them. And he lost his final uh, person that was always on his side, and Jerry Jones. He pissed off Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones doesn't want you to be in the league anymore. And if Jerry Jones is working against you to knock you out of the league, there's no way you're staying. You're done. Making your wife the owner, Derek, get with a slap on the wrist. I mean, thank you very much to uh, you know um, New York Times, Washington Post, uh, and ESPN for putting out that huge article last week. Sixteen pages I read through last week on how dysfunctional that organization is and how terrible a human being that Snyder is. There's no room for anybody like that anymore in the NFL. I don't give a crap that, and we've been allowing billionaires to act this way our entire lives. We're done with it. We're done with it, billionaires. We're coming for you. <laughs> hey, but, but hell, his consolation is, hey, here's $4 million for your organization. Did he learn his lesson? No, not at all. Cal Cotter, he's a great story, but Warren has to be the vision with some of the offensive line. Warren, I don't know if Warren even has vision. He just hits the, the hole hard, quickly, and he's smaller than Najee. Najee's a monster. Najee's a big boy. Warren is tiny. He can fit through those little cracks. 14 points a game. That's with the money kicker like Boz. Yeah, I know. Not with a. Hopefully, Boz will be back after the trade deadline as well. Last time we scored 20 plus point, week one versus Cincy, and we won by a field goal by Boswell. And the reason why we got over 20 points was a defensive touchdown by Fitzpatrick. <laughs> That's it, baby. Uh, I know you're still upset, Robert. You want to talk about something else, I'll talk to you. But right now, I'm not going to keep rehashing that. Uh, Ryder Asgood, welcome to the show. Boykin is an amazing blocker. Top three in the NFL last year. I would love to see him come on the field and make plays in the blocking game as well. Would absolutely love that. Uh, John Burns, 80 Steelers happened when the game passed Noel by. Same has happened with Tomlin. Actually, it happened because the Steelers never got another franchise quarterback. And that was the era only of the franchise quarterback through the 80s, 90s, and early aughts. Now it looks like you can start winning again 
with scheme and good players, though. We still have excellent quarterbacks winning these games, but Matt Stafford won one. I mean, he's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. If he never moved from uh, from Detroit, he would have been like seen as Vinny Testaverde. Excellent stats, never won a Super Bowl. Now he won one. Now he might make this, might make the Pro Bowl now or the Hall of Fame now. But if he never moved from Detroit, he was never making it. Robert, is Boz injuring going to be healed by next game? It should be. It should be Robert. Fingers crossed. It should be. It looked like it was a tweak, a soft tissue tweak, giving him three weeks off because he didn't play last game. Actually, technically, it's four weeks off. He should be back and ready to kick. So I'm hoping for it and praying for him too. George OTJ, Boykin can easily replace Claypool's, Claypool's production. Much better blocker and team player. Um, I would Nothing would make me happier than to see Miles Boykin not only come into this team and become such a great part of this offense and being very productive, scoring, and, and getting plays. Nothing would make me happier because it would piss off all of my Baltimore Ravens fans friends and and that would be the best it's like guys it's not that we know how to draft wide receivers it's just that we use them better than you guys and we don't have a running back as a quarterback <laughs> there's a reason why why they don't they can't make wide receivers because their running backs are quarterbacks Lamar's a good player but he's a running back I mean we just saw it firsthand with, with Jalen Hurts who is a running quarterback but man that guy can throw that guy was dropping dimes into baskets. Beautiful. Beautiful. That first touchdown pass, or second touchdown pass that he lobbed over the two uh, d- uh, defenders into the basket. That was a perfect throw. You can't defend that no matter what. That was an absolutely perfect throw where there was no high point passing spot to even knock that ball down. Absolutely perfect. He is a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. I'm saying it now. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is who who we know he is. We need to get the offensive line to quit having so many penalties. Yes, we do, George. Hopefully, we can fix that over the break. Amir, welcome back to the show. What's up, Steeler Nation? Mad as hell about the... Oh, you got me on pins and needles. I don't know what you're talking about now. (laughs) Uh, Mike Hall, TJ Watt is like the main event to a boxing match. You're going to want to watch him every second he's on the field. Return of the Terminator, best in the league. That's the way I feel. What's up, Steeler Nation? Mad as hell on the Claypool trade. We all are. We all, all absolutely are. TJ will help a ton, and yes, he will fire up the team. Uh, John Burns, Canada stays. How is Pickens or Boykin going to be any better than Chase Claypool? Don't know. Don't know. I'm not confident in this offense anymore. I, I defended him for a bit. You guys are there, but I was progressively getting less and less defensive as time went on. I gave him the first four weeks. That's a wash. But as we keep going on, it gets tougher and tougher. Phil saying, I heard uh, Sims was going to have an increased wide receiver role. Phil, that is probably going to happen. Um, it's going to be down between him, Gunner, and Boykin playing for those extra snaps in the slot. Steelers like all three of those receivers. I think Claypool is better than all three of them, but we've got the option of being just as productive in certain respects. Um, George started Steeler fandom in the early 60s. You're not as good as me, Striker. I mean, I predicted Burns would be good, and it was good when we got rid of him. Yeah, I mean, that, we have situations where we're right and wrong about drafted players. I mean, I was phenomenal. I was insane about when we got Watt. Like, I, that was, like, one of my favorite picks ever. Um, I was excited when we got Shazier. Actually, no, I was confused when we got Shazier until I saw his, his metrics, and I'm like, wow, this guy's fast. Uh, he's going to be good. Uh, Burns, I was cautiously optimistic for Burns and Edmonds, but I didn't hate either of those picks. I didn't. I wasn't expecting a whole lot out of them. Um, but love the Najee Harris pick. We got a pro bowler out of that. Um, so, yeah, it just depends on... Who they are from year to year. Who, who Who's our first rounder last year? Why am I drawing a blank on our first round draft pick this past year? Uh, oh, Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> and welcome back to the show. Time to start prepping for a draft in the top 10 pick and rebuilding our lines both sides. Absolutely would love that. That's why I want like a left tackle. Top left tackle. Get him in the top five. And then we got a bookend for a decade. That's absolutely like protect his blind side, 
like him all the time. Legit Manscaped is amazing. Thanks, Rick. Awesome. Yeah, Rick is a card-carrying member of Manscaped. Guys, we all got to get on board. Protect our crotches. Manscaped is going to help us out. Rick Giddings is telling us it's worth it. So I'm looking forward to getting my getting my package. <laughs> Jay, time to invest into Manscaped. Yes, yes it is. Uh, Rick Giddings. Washington said they made a mistake, and Jackson is a man coverage corner. He didn't fit their scheme at all. And um, Alex Kuzora put out some interesting metrics from Washington. Turned out that Washington ran it like man like 30% of the time. Uh, we run it about 40% of the time. We may run it more because we have a player like uh, WJ3 on the team. Hell, when we had Ike Taylor, we were playing man zone, if you guys remember that. We put Ike Taylor on their best receiver. He flopped sides. It didn't matter who it was. And we just played zone behind it. He shut down the other team's player like every week because we were playing man zone behind Ike. Ike was the only person playing man. Everybody else was zoning behind him. But that guy could click and close too. Ike was a great click and closer, excellent tackler. Um, Williams, a willing tackler, has to work on his click and close end zone. That's that's the difference there. Uh, hopefully he gets better. Jackson was disgruntled and asked to be traded. He definitely was. And that's a situation with a lot of people in Washington. Which has, Dwayne Haskins, we got him because of that. A guy that they got rid of on their second year as a rookie that they drafted 15th overall in that draft. That's dumping a draft pick two years later. That's the Washington organization, ladies and gentlemen. They get pissed off because their owner wanted Haskins. Coaches didn't. They got pissed off at each other. And Haskins was on the streets two years later, and we picked him up. Unfortunately, he died on the streets, and that sucks. That's the worst. Uh, Warren reminds me of Jones Drew. Oh, Michael, that's a great analogy there, and I loved Maurice Jones-Drew was one of the most excited I was ever at a running back coming out of college. And he was taken in the second round. Uh, that draft, I was all about Maurice Jones-Drew. Absolutely loved him in that draft. But that's that's a great point. And that's something that I didn't think about. I want to see Warren's college tape a little bit more um, to see if, if I can get some of those reminders as well. But as far as for his pro, I can't disagree with that. I'd like to see him get a couple more passes and how he does – with the ball in the air, where Maurice Jones drew was excellent with the ball in the air. Cheers, guys. Still drinking my pickleback. Oh, we had now time. Good. We still got we still got time. We still got time. Mr. Hammer, when Canada finally gets poop canned, here's some candidates for Yins to think about. Uh Chris Shula, Don's grandson, and uh Kevin Polato from the Eagles, hired by Andal Weedle. That's that's those aren't bad choices. Those aren't bad choices. Also, promoting Sullivan, that's what we're talking about. If we get rid of Canada this season, we're promoting Sullivan, our quarterback's coach, who is an offensive coordinator. Rick Giddings, from the comments, sounds like Matt Canada will love Boykin. Blocking for 11 jet sweeps a game. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yep. Yep, that's it. I'll bring up this one here, Robert. John Burns different between Noel in the 80s and Tomlin's last 10 years is Noel took over an awful, awful team and got rid of everyone, but Tomlin kept all Cowards coaches, GM of players' schemes and philosophies. Now, though, I don't see that as a negative, uh, Robert. We pro He promoted Arians from being a quarterback's coach under Cower. Cower would never have made him an offense coordinator. We made him an offense coordinator. Plus, he picked up an all-time... Who's going to fire LeBeau? Who? Plus, there's a point on his roster early, early in his career, where he was younger than another three head coaches that were on that roster. When we had Munch on the roster, we had LeBeau on that roster, we had somebody from defense on, on that roster, too, that was a an, an old uh, quarterback, an old head coach. Not a single time was there ever any mutiny... Ever any words from any of the other coaches stating that there was ever an, any, ever an issue with Tomlin? Ever. He earned all of their respect. Being much younger than them, he's a smart dude, guy. He's a smart dude, and I'm just not on that narrative. Uh, Claude, under Coward, Ben was a game manager. Under Tomlin, he became a gunslinger. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. What's up with Najee? Not mentioned that earlier in the show. He had a, a foot injury all season. Uh, he was playing with a steel plate in his uh, cleat up until two weeks ago until they removed it. 
He's starting to look a little bit niftier in the backfield because of it these last two games. I expect him to be fully healthy and recovered and hitting the ground running, so to speak, after the bye. Ciao, ciao! We were competitive in most games so far. Let a couple slip away, which is more than most were expecting. Hell, I remember the 80s where fans were hoping the Steelers would be competitive. Exactly right. Every time we threw the ball down the field when it was Malone, we were like, oh, crap. On the off chance it hit Dwight Stone in the hands, he was going to drop it. <laughs> we definitely don't need him to, jam to, to dance. And he does need to get more snaps as well. I knew what you are talking about. Yeah, we know what you're talking about, Warren. Um, I, I'm, I'm good at that. <laughs> I'm good about knowing what you guys mean. Oh. Uh, Point is, John, the game did pass Noel not by in the 80s, but but pe passed up the true original greatness of the 70s that Noel was. Well, Noel was a, he was a great coach, no matter how you slice it. All three of these guys are great coaches, guys. I mean, we want to start, like, dividing it and splitting hairs between Tomlin and, and Cower and Noel. All, one thing that means that is the, the fact of all three of them, they got it right. They hired great coaches. Great, all three of them were excellent coaches. And all three of them brought, them a Lombardi, brought us a Lombardi. I'm hoping for another one. John Burns, striker, having Highsmith and TJ Watt, is it possible we will take Will Anderson from Alabama at edge? It depends on what our needs are going to be. I don't think we're going to draft an edge that high unless we're looking to get rid of Highsmith. If we can find a way to re-sign high, re Highsmith, not break the bank, then that's something you got to, to discover or talk about. But that's that's an option. We're drafting as high as we are. That might be the best player available when we draft, and I would not be against it. Um, uh, over here, what does Tomlin mean by no coaching changes but isn't opposed to significant changes? I hope it means we're, we're firing Matt Canada. <laughs> that's the only thing I hope it means. Coach speak. Uh, Rick Gettings, John Burns, yes, Will Anderson and Watt together. Yikes. Yeah, I know. That would be awesome to see. Uh, Chico Man! I'm okay with Claypool getting traded. We got excellent value for Chase. Rest of the way, hope to see Pickett, Pickens, Mark Robinson, Jalen Warren, Leal and Loudermilk develop. Absolutely. Want to see all these young lines develop. How do I feel about Joey Porter Jr.? Liked him better earlier in the season at Penn State, to tell you the truth. Um, I don't think he's showing up as good in these big games, and I expect big players to show up big in big games. I like that he's a big guy. I like big guys playing safety. Not against adding a big guy at safety. He'd be better than Edmonds. <laughs> but I'm not drafting him top 10. I don't think he's a top 10 guy. I think he's a 20 guy. Uh, Robert, would you fire LeBeau? Mike Tomlin, look what's happened ever since. No. Mike Tomlin didn't fire LeBeau. <laughs> I know he fired LeBeau. <laughs> it was time for LeBeau to go. We all love LeBeau. Oh, Coach Dad. And that's this is an interesting point. This is something I want to discuss with you too, Robert. Um, Canada is staying. Uh, uh. <laughs> Got rid of the wrong Canadian. Got rid of the wrong Canadian, Scott. Other coaches and fans praised Tomlin from afar. Like I praised Marv Lewis and wanted him to stay with the Bengals. Of course, opponents want their competition to keep an inadequate coach. That's exactly that is exactly right for the Marv Lewis call. I, I was always the same way. I always wanted them to keep Marv Lewis for that same reason. But. We're talking about coaches that play this that don't even play him, coach like teams in the NFC, teams outside of our division, and they're not saying it tongue in cheek even when they're in division. Cleveland wishes they had Tomlin. Cincinnati wishes they had Tomlin. Baltimore's got a good coach. I hate Harbaugh. I, I think he's a whiny bitch, but he's a good coach. He always has that team ready to play, no matter how low on talent they are. They're always ready to play. Anybody. Anybody at any time. So that's the aspect that I like. Uh, Stryker, if you want a left tackle, then you need to look at left tackle. Ola Yumawaya Fashanu from Penn State. 19 years old and draft eligible this year. Holy crap. <laughs> and hell, like, Hammer, if this guy doesn't project to being like a top five guy, if this guy can be like projected as being like, this is still... If you're talking about a 19-year-old eligible player coming into the NFL, the guy's a project. I mean, even if he's doing awesome for Penn State, I'm going to look at some more film on him because I haven't gotten into the film yet. I don't do that till the offseason. But that's a guy we might be able to get with one of the second-round picks. 
a high second rounder and pulling in a, a, a tackle that would end up being our tackle forever. That'd be great. You think we ever actually feed Pickens? Fingers crossed, Nick. Fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, gosh. What great coach has Tomlin ever hired? He eventually passive-aggressively fired Cowers, guys. Brought in continually his worst coaches ever since. Let's be honest and not falsely sentimentalize. Well, you know, it, it comes down to whether or not you're going to take Arians in the coaching tree with Tomlin. Tomlin's the one that promoted him, made him coordinator, gave him a reason that he'd be a head coach, which he became very quickly and won a Super Bowl. So that's somebody off of his tree that won a Super Bowl. But let's talk about Knowles' coaching tree. I mean, Cowers' coaching tree. These guys didn't didn't make coaches that went out and be successful. I mean, Dungy, you can state, came off of Knowles' coaching tree as a defensive coordinator. Um, he's the only, I think, the only Steeler coach, any Steeler coach outside of Arians, that won a Super Bowl. Look at Bill uh, Bel Belichick, the, the best coach ever, Robert. Where's his coaching tree and all their Super Bowl wins? And, or even, even production. His coaches end up like coaching for a year or two and get knocked out of the league or fired from Notre Dame before they even coach. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> coaching tree argument is a, is always an argument for coaches that move around the league a lot. Parcells moved around the league a lot because he pissed off a lot of people. Schottenheimer moved around the league a lot because he won games but didn't win in the playoffs. And teams get upset or fan bases and organizations that aren't patient get upset over that kind of thing. Hell, we were ready to run Cower out of town because he lost four AFC championship games at home. Everybody, I got to get rid of Cower. Why is he here? He sucks. Hung on for a couple years. Got Ben, won a Super Bowl. Come on, man. <laughs> Coaching trees don't make you a coach. <laughs> Coaching trees mean you move around the league a lot. Chico, man, Tomlin has got to be on the hot seat now, even for sticking with Matt. Yeah, for sticking with Matt Canada now, I like this argument. I do like this argument. For sticking with Matt Canada as our offensive coordinator, especially since Indy fired their OC eight games in and the Steelers haven't thrown a slant. It's just insanity. I can't disagree with that well-crafted argument. So keep him on the roster. If it's if it's an issue, I think, he, I think Tomlin should definitely – be responsible for his decisions at the end of the season if we still don't score 20 points, if we're still terrible on offense, we're still not going to get rid of him because we're going to rebuild with Tomlin. Tomlin doesn't look like he wants to leave. He still has passion for the game. Cower didn't have passion for the game at the end of his career. Coach Noel didn't have passion for the game at the end of his career. Tomlin still has passion for the game, and he can still motivate men to do good things. Scott Punswick, bring back Todd Haley. Nick Who's a realistic offensive coordinator next year? Or do you think it will still be Canada next year? Unless we improve and go on a 10-game win streak, there's no way I want Canada back there, Nick. But it's still too early for me to decide on who it, who it would be. I just want the Steelers to find somebody that can maximize their playmakers. And you've got to start utilizing. If you want to do RPO, you've got to run more of an RPO the way the Eagles run RPO with at least running people down the freaking field instead of running five-yard outs. Our five-yard out RPO sucks. I Yeah, absolutely hope he's not sticking around. Um, here we go. Can, can Tomlin fans even say they wouldn't love two extra first-round draft picks in exchange for trading Tomlin? Now, that's an interesting perspective too, Robin, and I do like that because that is the value for trading your head coach. The Jets got two first-round picks for trading away Bill Belichick. Ended up being the worst trade they ever made. They only won two divisions since that trade was made and watched the New England Patriots be in 10 Super Bowls. <laughs> that ended up being like the worst trade ever. I think Parcells got moved for first-round draft picks. I think so did uh, Chucky. Didn't Chucky get moved for a first-rounder as well? Would not, you know, that would be an aspect to think about. And that would be something that the Steelers organization would have to think about as well if it was worth it to get two first-round draft picks for Mike Tomlin. That's an interesting, interesting argument. Wouldn't be against it. 
Tell you, it, it, it would not upset me to get that kind of draft capital for a coach. Bring back Wizenhut, everybody but Canada! <laughs> I loved Widge as an off, off, offensive coordinator. Absolutely loved Wiz as an, as an offensive coordinator. Uh, I only mentioned Mike T's coach hires because 10 minutes ago, you, Stryker, said Tomlin has fired great coaches. Sheesh. Yes. Yeah. Well, I didn't say fired. Steelers usually let coaches walk. They usually let their let the, let their um, contracts play out and then don't ask them back. Now, Canada is going to be an interesting situation. This may be the first time we actually have to fire somebody that is still going to be rostered or, or have a contract next year. So that's going to be an interesting uh, statement to see. Uh, Phil over here, is KZ going to play after the bye? We are expecting KZ to play after the bye, yes. Yes, we are, and to be rostered. And I am just about as excited to get KZ back as I am to get TJ back because TJ will be back as well. Uh, Matt Canada, poor quarterback play is the reason why the Steelers are 2-6 and six instead of 5-3. and three. Also, I, I fully think TJ Watt being hurt is another reason why we're that record. We have T.J. Watt on this team. We beat the Jets. We beat Cleveland. We beat the Patriots. There's three wins. Honestly, that's how good T.J. Watt is. It's fine. You you can typo anytime you want, man. We we, we love you, Robert. You know how it's been. Uh, and you know that I, I've never been a fire Tom, Tomlin guy. I've always been a promote Tomlin guy, but now... I'm on the leader of the trade Tomlin bandwagon, baby. And that's a fine that's a fine perspective to have. I hope we get something back if we ever get rid of Tomlin. I would love to get first rounders for him. Absolutely would love to do that. Or he retires in 30 years. Who knows? <laughs> and guys, that's about all the time we have left on the show. I'll be going to your questions last. If you have any comments, any questions to say or talk about. Uh, put them up now because I'll go to you after going down this stuff. Guys, watch the podcast. It'll probably be released on Friday sometime. If you're subscribed to us on YouTube.com slash Steeler Nation, which is our channel. Steeler is singular. Steeler Nation because we are an American nation, not an American's nation. We are Steeler Nation, not Steeler's Nation. So go to Steeler Nation. Uh, over there on YouTube, if you're subscribed, you know when it when it releases, you're the first to see it. Uh, read our great Pittsburgh Steelers-focused articles at SteelerNation.com. Tweet us at SteelerNation. Instagram us at SteelerNation.com, as well as Facebook at SteelerNation.com. Um, podcast is on Twitter at underscore SN Podcast. On the gram at SteelerNationPodcast. Or follow your host, Steeler Nation Striker. On the gram, on the tweets, on the tickety talks. At SN Striker, Striker spelled with a Y. <laughs> and do we get to all of our clients? Yes, we got to all of our clients and everybody today. Uh, going back to you guys in the comments section, because I always end the show with you guys. You know it. Um, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Chico Man! What do you think of the Steelers passing charts? 80% of the time, the Steelers are throwing outside the numbers. Not many routes over the middle of the field. Hate it, Chico, man. We got to play over the middle of the field. Michael Hall, I missed the other half of the show, but as always, I'll watch the replay later tonight. Awesome. It's already up on YouTube. Just, just reset it. Uh, Robert, with the National Talking Heads promoting this non-accomplishment of regular season wins at something the Steelers could get much better value for him, he's worth should they trade him. And that's your opinion. Michael Hall, great vidcast as always. Take care. See you next week. See you next week. Michael Hall of Fame, always great to talk with you as well. Oh, got some comments over here on the gram. Graham as well. We have to get more production from Najee. Yes, we do, Jordan. Absolutely do. Uh, was that the other? I thought I saw one more on here. Yep. Pro-Pack ZZ. We have TJ Watt. We're close to a positive, but Matt Canada is still a problem with or without Watt. Definitely is. But at least DJ Watt got into the game plan last week and caught his first touchdown. Michael Scott, joiner, great show, Striker. Are you doing a show next week or do we wait until after the Saints game? No, I'll be back next week. We're going to have something to talk about, and hopefully it's going to be because we fired Canada. <laughs> Michael, 100-0 versus the bye week, breaking records that weekend. Hell yes. <laughs> Michael Hall, salute. Good to hear from you always, Michael Hall. Talk to you soon. Scott Punswick, appreciate the show, Striker. Go Steelers. Awesome. 
awesome to hear you guys. And Robert Taboro, all love Steelers fans. Tom Barak's friend, boy, and family speak to you. Sleep with one another. Lots of love all over the place, guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow, with the voice-to-text typos again. I was saying family speaks honestly with each other. Yes, we do. And you do too, Robert. We love you. We love you being a part of the show as well, my friend. Uh, Claude, peace, everybody. Peace, everybody. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, everybody in there, guys. Thanks for making this another great, fun show. Like, subscribe, follow us all over the place. Thanks for joining us for the Steeler Nation vidcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises, Part of the Big Play Podcast Network. Oh, how do I get rid of that? There you go. <laughs> Big Play Podcast Network, there it is. <laughs> I'm your host, G Striker, rooting along with you as always. Go Steelers! <laughs> <laughs>